you talk about basically, in effect, uh, Melanie Phillips has, has spoken of this, the world being turned on its head. And that's in effect what progressivism is when you get down to it. It's justice turning into injustice. It's the victim turning into the victimizer. And as your book speaks to, it's liberalism turning into illiberalism. Explain a little bit, and you walk through this in your book in some detail, how we went from a natural law tradition to historicism, Hegelianism, pragmatism, scientific thought, progressivism, and then ultimately the postmodern left, as you term it. Yeah, it's a long story. Over 250 years, I'll try to do it justice as, uh, as, I, as I can. If you start out with the principles of the founding, uh, the founding of the American Republic, it's roughly a classic liberal view of the world. That rights are individually owned. Uh, the government exists to protect those rights. My rights uh, as an individual only go, though, as far as me not offending or imposing on your rights. Uh, private virtue was very important. It was, it was believed that you had to be uh, a moral person. Uh, this was the classic liberal view of the world. Uh, in the end of the 19th century, with the rise of industrialization uh, and, uh, and the like, and the large cities that happened uh, in America, we had, of course, the progressive movement uh, with Herbert Crawley, Woodrow Wilson, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, who uh, challenged this original classic uh, liberal view. Uh, they thought it was outdated. They didn't like individualism. They believed in a community, and they believed that the state should enforce the new values of the community. And they introduced the idea, the nascent idea of a welfare state that, of course, uh, was developed by uh, FDR and, and, and particularly uh, Lyndon Johnson. Then you had the new left in the 60s, uh, which imported uh, ideas of cultural revolution uh, from Europe. Uh, primarily the Frankfurt School of Neo-Marxism, which was a cultural Marxist view uh, where they would uh, fuse with not only the old Marxist categories of revolution against capitalism, but it was fused with Freudianism, the idea that uh, sexual politics uh, and uh, the release of the individual through a sexual experimentation was the way to overturn the old traditional order, not only of capitalism, but of religion and the like. And that gave rise to this big explosion of the youth movements in the 60s and the radicalization of the student movement. And many of these people became professors, and they uh, introduced ideas of feminism uh, and identity politics, certainly into the university curriculum. Uh, they marched through the institutions, they went largely dormant through the Reagan and Bush eras, but they were always there, and they were always teaching our children, even when President Reagan and uh, President Bush were in the White House. Uh, so this marching through the institutions has been quite successful, uh, and, and, it's, and it's all the institutions now, it's not just the university, it's certainly Hollywood. Uh, it's uh, increasingly the corporate boardrooms, you know, if you look at Apple, uh, PayPal, Amazon, uh, Starbucks, all these big corporations are thoroughly uh, uh, progressive left in the culture. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, the, the final phase in the transformation of liberalism uh, is what I call the postmodern left. And that's happened in the last 30 years. Uh, and uh, it, it happened, the most day-to-day -day manifestation of what I mean by the postmodern left, it's mainly cultural. Uh, it's the belief uh, that morality is completely relative, it's only individually defined, uh, in philosophy that's called ethical relativism, but it's also true about reality. It's highly subjective, 
Uh, and it, there is no truth, no physical reality. It's only a matter of interpretation, epistemic, very relativism. Uh, and uh, the belief that this uh, relativism um, is manifested in the postmodern left, mainly in identity politics, uh, where a person's identity is, whether it's sexual or transgender or about gay marriage or whatever the issue is, it is thoroughly the property of the individual, and only they have a right to say who they are, and you, though, this is where the issue of equality comes in, I mean, everybody else, must conform to that individual point of view. So on the one hand, it's radically individualistic. That's what makes it, that's postmodern. And, but on the other hand, it's the old new left agenda, uh, which is radical egalitarianism, that's defining this new radical individualism as, as a new kind of equality. So if I don't conform or agree to a person's belief that same-sex marriage is the same thing as traditional marriage, or if I don't believe and accept, I don't mean tolerate, I mean accept, the fact that a, that a man who thinks he's a woman, a, tr a transgender man is a woman, I am now out of step with the new morality. And I don't just offend that one person's basic rights according to them, I'm also somehow denying that class of people their equality. That in a nutshell is the postmodern left. 